Hello, welcome to Strange Love Movies. My name is Olivia Martinez, and I'm here with our special guest who is now, I would say you're a friend of the show by now. I'd say. Mr. Tyler Heaton. Hello, hello. Woo! He's also known as Ekblad if you want to listen to his music on Spotify or Apple Music. Or other platforms. Or other platforms. Title, perhaps? Uh, my record is called Delft, but... I made it when I was like 15 or Okay, 16. whatever. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about The Lost Daughter today. This movie stars Olivia Colman and Dakota Johnson. And it is Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is actually a pretty well-known actress. And she may be better known, which I'm sure she hates this, but better known for being Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. And we'll, we'll get that into the pretty, whole... That was pretty sexist, honestly. No, uh, I didn't mean it like that she's talented though and in this movie she really shows that she has some directorial chops chops sure (laughs) yeah there are a few things that we could cut but we'll get into that too and we're going to get into the jake of it all in a few minutes because we have some tea with that (laughs) ty ty would you like to talk about the lost daughter yeah um i guess that's why you're here yeah i suppose that's why (laughs) we're doing this but yeah i liked it i thought it was really strong um i really liked how there's a lot of simmering tension Mm-hmm. emotional tension, psychological tension. I was a fan. What, what, what were your impressions? Well, first off, I think it took both you and I like 15 minutes to figure out where they were. We were like, are they in France? Or are they in Italy or Greece? We settled on Greece, right? Yeah, it's. it's they, I think they mentioned it later. Yes. But we saw like Greek writing on a restaurant. We were like, oh, I guess. Finally figured it out. But this movie really... It's hard because, like, I don't know. I would say it's like an actor's movie, but Olivia Coleman and all of them in it are just so subdued, and yeah. un- it's like almost underacting, which is amazing and very naturalistic. Yeah, I and agree. it's just very powerful. The story is well told, and there are a lot of flashbacks. And Jesse Buckley, who is, she's kind of the hot new thing in the artsy and movie crowd because she's an amazing actress, and she plays the young Olivia Coleman. She's been in, like, I'm thinking of ending things. She was in the latest season of Fargo. Stuff and like Doolittle. Yeah. Oh, my. Really? Yeah, the Robert, Downey, the Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I Jr. didn't know about the Doolittle thing. That's terrible. But, yeah, she does a really good job playing younger Olivia Coleman. The movie is about a woman who is, I think, not recently divorced, but she's a divorced woman who has two daughters, and she's about 47, 48 years old? Yeah. Something like that. And she has two kids who are grown. They're like 25, 23. And yeah, the relationship's not the best. I mean, you really don't see her interact with them as adults at all. You hear a phone call at the end, but that's kind of it. But you can you can tell there's some issues. Yeah, she's on holiday. Um, I love how British people say that. <laughs> I'm on holiday. I actually mentioned that a few days ago. I was like, I'm on holiday. <laughs> yeah, they're on holiday. Wait, wait. Wait, the way you said holiday was really funny. I know. Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're on holiday, so and that gives her a lot of time to reflect on her own um, about her daughters. But I feel like she's always reflecting about her own life because she mentions later she's a very selfish person. Yeah. All she does is think about herself. And it's interesting that she can admit that, though. Like, she recognizes it. Maybe it's through therapy or something, but I don't know. And... She's a college professor, possibly at Mr. Tai Tai's school. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Harvard. She we, says she's a professor in Cambridge. Yeah, we're not sure exactly which, but it could be possible. Could be Harvard, could be MIT. There's like a random school that's like right next to Harvard. I forget what it's called, but it could be that. Darford? <laughs> no. Harvard. 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 <laughs> but 
Um, but Olivia Coleman is basically, I told this to you a few days ago, like the, she's the classic case of somebody who, if she, she probably shouldn't have had kids in the beginning, but if she did, she should have waited a long time because yeah. she's an academic and you see her like working on her thesis and like all these like complicated things like researching and she has two screaming little girls around her <laughs> wanting to play dress up like that is not a good combination no, not so a good. it just was doomed to not be very good and the weird thing is though her husband was actually kind of a baller yeah he was pretty good dad. he's like a good guy yeah i would say yeah played by jack farthing who was also in spencer yes. also played a british husband prince in spencer. charles yeah, yeah. <laughs> aka the prince future king of england yeah what sorry. do you mean the husband uh, i'm saying just the characters no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's weird how this movie really doesn't make any male look too bad yeah it's except a- except the guy fake gyllenhaal <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's just a very female centric movie. Yeah. Like, uh, the girl Dakota Johnson makes some mistakes too. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into the fake Jillian Hall of it all. Basically, <laughs> Dakota Johnson is a young woman on this beach, and she's struggling with a little girl. And Olivia Coleman is on that same beach, which that beach looks miserable because there's so many people on it. Anyway. <laughs> well, it's a, one big family, you know. Yeah. I, I've been in a similar situation. But oh, I feel bad for the other people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all wouldn't have been as misbehaved. No. I well, it. I don't know. <laughs> they're super mean to her. Like, yeah, they call no, her all these cuss words. We wouldn't be. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. No. They're so mean. But, okay, rewind. So, Olivia Coleman vacationing on a beach. This big family comes. Dakota Johnson's part of that family. She has a little girl. And Olivia Coleman just watches her and observes for probably a few weeks before they even interact. <laughs> it seems like it's, been, it's a while. I think it's a couple days. Okay, maybe. Yeah. But they're on holiday forever. Anyway, okay, yeah, maybe a couple days. And then the daughter gets lost. Dakota Johnson is freaking out. And Olivia Coleman helps her and they form a sort of friendship. Dakota Johnson's, is it her husband? Yeah. Or her, yeah. Her husband... Looks exactly like Jake Gyllenhaal. It's so weird. It's weird. Like, like exactly like Jake Gyllenhaal. Like Maggie Gyllenhaal cast the kind of hot looking dad to be the guy who looks just like her brother. It's weird. I feel like we need to look into that a little bit more. Like actually sometimes, especially from farther away, it's like shocking how similar they look. It's like, so weird. Jake Gyllenhaal is better looking. It has like a wider face, but this fake Gyllenhaal looks pretty close. It was pretty fake. But he is not great to Dakota Johnson's character, but she's also not great. She's a selfish woman, and at one point you see her... Okay, we're going to be spoiling things, so if you want to watch the film, which we really recommend, you should turn it off now, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's it. Because this movie, I mean, you could watch it after hearing all this, but it wouldn't be as good. (laughs) Essentially, Olivia (laughs) Coleman finds Dakota Johnson kissing... Uh, Paul Mescal, who's from Normal People, and he's dating Phoebe Bridgers, which is questionable, but that's okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, they're making out, and she's married. That's selfish. You shouldn't be doing that. And that's like one of the central themes of the mm-hmm. film. Like Olivia Coleman and Dakota Johnson have this like weird, like almost like sexual tension between the two of them. That is because they recognize that they're both the same. Like they're both selfish people that didn't really want to have kids but are stuck with them yeah and it's sad i feel bad for the kids yeah i feel really bad for the kids and thank goodness this movie is based on a book because if i was maggie gyllenhaal's children i'd just be like wide-eyed like my mom hates me because she has two daughters yeah uh, actually, I don't know if she has two daughters. Oh, Whatever. She has two kids. Yeah. And it's just not a vibe. Not a vibe. The kid, She has two kids with Peter Skarsgård. 
Or Sarsgaard, actually. Not He's not part of the Skarsgård family. No, yeah, Peter Sarsgaard, who plays a professor in the film. Yeah, he's a professor in the movie, and he kind of causes Jesse Buckley... Okay, Jesse Buckley and Olivia Coleman are the same character. What's her name in it? Lita. Lita, yeah, which is kind of a unique name, and she has to say it like over and over again when <laughs> she introduces herself, but I feel that. I feel that. I was talking to my cousin during Christmas, and he's like, you know, Olivia, you got one of those names where you have to say it twice. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so yeah, Lita, Peter Sarsgaard's character causes Lita to break her marital vows. <laughs> and this movie is a directorial debut, so I give her some grace, but that is part of the movie that could have been cut out because yeah. there's just a little too much of Peter Sarsgaard's character. Like, we get it. She cheated. Yeah, you could have accomplished it in like two flashbacks and instead it was like six and they were lengthy. Yeah, they were a bit too lengthy. But other than that, this movie is really tight and pretty. Yeah, it was pretty in like in a, in a sort of natural modernist way. Um, Do you remember when Olivia Coleman was <laughs> wearing that black bathing suit and you were like, I thought that was a stingray. <laughs> Yeah. That's inappropriate. That's no, not nice. I mean, she was in the water and it was like a close up and it literally looked like a stingray. <laughs> Poor woman. Uh, but she just does an excellent job. I mean, I haven't seen a single thing where she is not just fantastic. Yeah, she's a gangster. And what's crazy, she doesn't prepare for her roles, apparently. Really? Or that's what she said. Like, she doesn't like having to do work for them. Mm. Like, it just comes to her. That's cool. You know, we got, like, Daniel Day, who Tyler thinks is overrated. I, um, I literally didn't say that. I actually like him a lot. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, yeah, so, um, we got Daniel Day, though, who's, like, preparing months in advance and stays in character, and then Olivia Coleman just goes on set and has, like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. And you can just see, like, the pain and everything that's happened to her in yeah. her eyes. Oh, she kills crazy. it. You know, your favorite character, yeah, or one of them. I was about to bring up, we haven't talked about Aww, him yet. Oh, great minds think alike. Ed Harris playing Lyle. I love Ed Harris. He's the, like the godlike character in Truman Show, and I really like him in that. And he's also in um, Glengarry Glen Ross, Ross, and does really well. And he's in a couple other things. But yeah, Ed Harris is like an old guy that like kind of falls for Olivia Coleman, <laughs> yeah. sort of, um, in a weird way. But yeah, I, I thought he was really great. And he also is a character who has a lot of issues, bad relationship with their children, kind of. Yeah. And it's just, it's a very honest movie, I think. I don't, I mean, I don't want that to happen to me, but like, but like, I feel like a lot of people feel that way, but can't express it. Yeah. Like being crushed under the weight of like having that responsibility of having children and a job or yeah. just to even having kids at all. Yeah. And you're not allowed to say it. Like this is one of the, well, I'm, no, there've been a lot of movies, I guess. No, not really. Actually. You can't really norm normally say like, Oh, I wish I didn't have kids. Yeah. I think it, it's like, just problematic. Yeah. Recent, more recently, I think that's like become more of a trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I also liked how in this movie it was very just singular because Olivia Coleman's character is so selfish that it's like, you know, it just we just see it from her perspective. Like everything she did was wrong, but at the same time we're following her story, so we're kind of on her side. Yeah, like we didn't really see any of the damage that like of the actions no. that she did, like how we didn't really see like, oh, this is so sad, this kid is now like has a lot of issues. It was all from the perspective of her, which yeah. I thought was a smart filmmaking. Movie. And I bet she doesn't even see the issues of her girls. Yeah. Like I'm sure they have them because yeah. Well, I guess we can say she d literally le packs up and leaves for like three years, yeah, right? Yeah, like kind of out of nowhere. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. she. Yeah, her husband's begging her. He's like, please don't leave, please. And she's like, I have a flight. I got it. Like, what? What is that? <laughs> that is wrong. Yeah, and she doesn't even say bye to her kids. That, no. Yeah. 
She peels the orange for them. Yeah, and then just leaves. Ugh. She's wrong for that, man. I could never look at oranges the same way. <laughs> but I never looked at oranges in a good way because yeah. I hate them. Likewise. You hate oranges? Well, I like the, the like the taste of the juice, but just the texture is kind of annoying. You know I don't like texture. Yeah, she doesn't like texture. <laughs> she doesn't like texture. It sounds like <laughs> Kenny on Baby Kim. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I feel like this is the year of natural looking people in movies. Does that make sense? Because yeah. in Licorice Pizza, which Ty Ty is also on the podcast, Alana yeah. Haim is clearly not wearing much makeup in the no. whole thing. And in this, Olivia Coleman barely does. And she wears it at that one point when she goes dancing or whatever. Oh, yeah. But other than that, it is just very bare. And I honestly like that a lot because yeah. that's how people look like, especially when they're vacationing. And I thought it was very realistic though that Dakota Johnson is wearing like a heck of a ton of makeup because she's, this is bad, but like stereotypically, she just seems like the type of girl <laughs> who would wear a lot of makeup and like gold bikinis. She looked really good in my opinion. Did you think she looked good? I don't know. I, li I liked her look, but it was just intense. It was like the Instagram model wannabe kind of girl, yeah, I felt I like. Yeah, so, yeah. And so that was just really genius. And I'm also glad that Maggie Gyllenhaal wasn't in this movie herself. I think a few years ago, she probably would have maybe maybe tried to be in it. I mean, she could have played one of the characters, but it's good. Just stay away from that. <laughs> she didn't need to be in it. She did a really good job with the screenplay and direction and everything. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I, I was impressed with it. It was, a little, it was a little too long, I thought. Of course, yeah. But yeah, I was a fan of it. Okay, do we want to do ratings? Sure. Okay, Ty Ty, since you're the guest of the pod, you can go first. Uh, I would give it a four out of five, probably. Oh, wait, we didn't even think of four out of five what? Four out of five dolls. baby dolls. We didn't even talk about the baby dolls. I say that. Oh my gosh, do you want to explain baby dolls really fast? Yeah, so like uh, Olivia Coleman had a baby doll that she gave. This is going to be as fast as possible oh, um well you just made it slower uh, no, no. okay okay olivia coleman has a baby doll that she gives to her kid and then her kid like kind of as a way to get back at the neglect that uh she feel like she's been dealt she like colors all over it and then olivia coleman gets really mad and like throws it out the window and it breaks and that's something she always like really regretted so dakota's daughter like has a little baby doll that olivia coleman keeps staring at and then she leaves it somewhere and Olivia Coleman takes it and puts it in her bag. And like the family, the big extended family that Dakota is part of, like they keep looking for it for days. That's like, like up, the biggest tension of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they put up posters everywhere. Like the kids not sleeping and Olivia Coleman like keeps it and like buys clothes for it and like cleans it out like crazy. Like sand comes out of its mouth. It's kind of yucky. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, she like keeps it and this kid is just like suffering and it's like so weird. And how that conflict kind of is resolved, it's not really resolved. Olivia Coleman's like, oh, I have the doll, and Dakota Johnson's super mad, and that's it. Which is also very realistic, because why would she forgive some, like, older lady that she just randomly met on the beach a week ago, you know? It's just... Yeah. It was very realistic. <laughs> really, that was yeah. a pretty good way to end it. Okay, so you gave four out of five baby dolls. Yeah. I'll give it also four out of five baby dolls. Could have been cut a little bit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, didn't need as many flashback scenes, I think. Mm -hmm. But I did think that... It helped tell the story, definitely. If I saw some people saying, like, they should have cut all the flashback scenes. Such a such a beginner filmmaker move. Yeah. I'm like, how would... We wouldn't understand. I mean, yeah. there's a way, I guess. But, like, it's... Yeah. 
I don't think I don't think the flashbacks as a whole were detrimental, but there was too many. I agree. Okay, so thank you for listening to our kind of short episode about the lost daughter. Even though this movie's pretty lengthy, <laughs> we don't have as much to say about it as some, but that's okay. It's still really really good. We recommend it. It's on Netflix right now. It'll probably be an Oscars contender. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Strange Love of Movies Pod and follow Tyler at underscore Ekblad underscore E K B L A D <laughs> and listen to his album Delft, like he said in the beginning. Man, you're getting two shout outs this episode. Jeez. That's all on you because that's part of our contract. <laughs> oh, cool. yeah, shh. Okay, okay. We will see y'all next time and we don't recommend deserting any of your children anytime soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.